Now, I don't object to getting up this early per se. However, however, and has the triggering begun already? Is it too early for triggering? I don't know. Maybe. If you've been up all night, maybe it would be okay. Maybe it's too early for triggering. I'm not sure. Look, I'm not. I, 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 I can get. I've been getting up this. At, I mean, it's not an unusual time. To, I get up at six most mornings. That's fine. Um, and being in the dark, not ideal. But you know, if you, you want to obtain that grain, then you have to get up in the dark, son. And leaving the house in the dark again, a little bit weird. Arriving at the studio in the dark, weird. Uh, last time I did that was two in the morning and I had come to pick up USBs and there was a trance party going on at Trickstar. A, um, of people who I don't even think DJ on the station, I think what had happened is that they knew the combination for the door and had just come in, you know? it, uh, and, and they'd started having some sort of trance party. Like sort of mainstream trance, not side trance. These were adults. These were actual adults who clearly hold down actual jobs. They were not well dressed, but in clothes that cost money. Bad clothes, bad, bad expensive clothes. You know the type where you say, "Oh, that's an interesting jacket," and the first thing they do is to tell you how much it was, rather than go, "Oh, I got it from there. It's a such and such." They go, "Yes, yeah, five hundred quid." All <laughs> right, cool, man. It must be good then. It must be a pretty cool jacket. Wow. I like the sort of little strap things on it. And is that is that real leather or wow, yeah, cool. Is it and it came pre-distressed, did it? Brilliant. Wow, and they obviously have a lot of people working on that. Hmm, five hundred quid. A snip, a bargain. A bargain. And you and it sure does look good against your trance records. Oh boy. Anyway, they um these were the same lot that on Pride. Um, I received a phone call from Mike, who also um, is a co-owner of Trickstar, saying, Will, there are people in the studio and I can't get in. Have you got a key? Help. There's, I, think there's, I think there's been a takeover. And we got into the studio and found that two people, these, these same trance DJs, this sort of marauding gang of trance DJs, not to be confused with the trance family, none of them are famous. No, no, God, no. No, no one's heard of them, even in the tra local trance community. They're just trance vagrants, trance vagabonds. And they were in playing trance records and gurning. Twitty came in, lost his shit, kicked him out, threw USBs across the room. There's a lot of swearing. I was just laughing. It's very funny. Um, the guy was like, Good, Simon, just let me explain. Twitty was like, No, no fucking way. You ain't explaining shit. Get out. Because um, it turned out that the trance they were playing was playing directly over the top of the playlist. The, the pride playlist that Trickstar had going. Um, it was just like this wall-to-wall -wall clangs, just clanging trance over the top of a playlist. Anyway, they were in there, um, geared up. I was geared up, coming to get USB sticks. It was, you know, it was, it was weird times. But the tri real triggering this morning has come from um, the fact that the bloody corporate coffee shops don't open until 7. Right, so this, there's no way I'm doing a bloody um, 7am show anymore, not without bringing some sort of a thermos, a thermos flask from home. Force me to bring my own coffee. My foot. My anus. Jesus. No, that's not on, is it? Now, I am uh, thinking that probably, maybe not next week, but probably the week after, going to move the show to 8am. 8, 8am 8 8 till 9am. A couple of hours earlier, um, but with new working schedule of mine, works a lot better. It's, it was it, look, listen. It was a choice between that or doing it less days a week. And no one do it less days a week. No one wants it less days a week. No one wants the possibility of pre-records. No pre-records. Um, who's the early crew? So Bert, Bert is here, despite claiming he was going to watch children's television. Uh, thanks, mate. Uh, Chose just pinged up a zoo. Lovely stuff. Um, Lee's about, Stin's about, uh, Terry Watkins is about, I don't know if he's a brother or cousin of Ian, Benage is around, um, Joseph Humphreys is around, is, is around. Guys, it's an early one, it's an early start, it's early doors. Oh, crumble half a Mitzi into your cup of coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coffee and memes.
Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Threshold.fm, welcome to Coffee and Memes, YouTube, um, the, 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 I don't know whichever app is working, probably neither of them, it's just life really, isn't it, what you can do about it. Uh, guys, we're here, right, this, 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 bits, there are bits, there are bits, and I don't know, not loads, but a few little choice nuggets. Uh, today, Hartley Parkinson on the Dubler Entendre Flex. Uh, oh, this is the different headline to what it was on the actual homepage. Anyway, sex toys worth a million pounds stolen as lorry driver slept in layby. Uh, good, good times, good times. Uh, there's now a pub powered by poo. Fine, sure. Sure. Uh, U.S. Army plans down to t plans to use Star Wars style lasers to take down enemy drones. Okay, enemy. <coughs> what if the enemy drones were supposed to come over onto the onto U.S. soil? Seems unlikely, doesn't it? Um, scientists have finally worked out why women have clitoris. Clitorises, clitori. Don't know. Uh, Jasper Hamill reporting on this. No shares. This seems like it should be more of a, um, I don't know, more of a more of an Ellen Scott type uh, type deal. But well, you know, we'll make of it what we what, what we can. Um, let's find out. I get it. I wonder whether or not they're male feminist scientists. It we'll see how it goes. I mean, or whether or not they're on the other end of the spectrum, on the sort of like conservative Christian or conservative religion spectrum, where like, women have clitorises uh, because they're whores. Uh, basically, oh, okay, right. Okay, thanks, guys. And and which religion are, are you with today? Don't worry about that. Um, well, so let's, let's. Well, we'll get in on that in a bit. Okay, bag salad is full of diseased leaves, which could be dangerous to human health. Scientists warn. I've been telling you for a while now that salad is bad for you. Not to bother with it. But does anyone listen to Uncle Rankin? No. Uh, couples share unique wedding shots with custom-made Mr. and Mrs. Bongs. Yeah. Okay. I find that, that fairly triggering. Uh, I... Pfft, God. I would say this is not as bad as the vaping weddings. I don't know if anyone's seen shots of these. Um, you know, couples that vape, getting married, and just having sort of photo shoots done with their, with their rigs. Just... <laughs> Huge plumes of vape. Uh, fucking sickening. Now, what would Cockney Jesus think about that? Cockney Jesus? It's fucking mugs game. Right, thanks. Um, police warn about scam where drug dealers use calculator as scales. Jesus. If you... If you were that stupid, could you imagine being that stupid whereby someone sends you a picture of their phone with a calculator saying 3.5 or presumably meaning that it's an eighth and you went all right yeah cheers great i i this has got to be a wind up this is like a 4chan wind up or something what's the thing of this is i don't know is it is, is it going to have some sort of spin against the jews or something if 4chan are on the case with it um anyway a guy uses dead granddad story to attempt to get a date. I like this. I think he's. I think he's got hutchpa. I think he's got spunk. I think he's. Uh, yep. Yeah. He's. He's just playing the game, man. He's playing the game. Uh, in terms of shoe throwers, um, we'll have that submarine bit again. There's that magnitude bit, which I think everyone can pretty much agree is shoe thrower of the week, and probably the bl fade black remix of Bledger. Um, but look, let's have this magnitude, uh, no, submarine bit. Oh, lovely bit of gear. Oh, lovely. 
splinter there. In. Please don't watch while driving. Please listen. Just listen on, on, on it. Don't don't watch. That'd be the real problem with the broken Android app. cruel twist with the Android app not working that that causes the death of a Scotsman. Go back to the developers. Are you happy now? Could have been an Englishman. Could have been worse.
Lovely pet. Submarine. No sleep. Uh, it's on 1985 music. Oh! Choice car. Choice. Choice gut. Shout out to two-year-old Luna. Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Do your studies, yeah? You can be anything you want to be. You want to be an astronaut? You got it, baby girl. You want to be a YouTuber? Go for it. Oh, lovely! Um, guys, um, what have we got here? A woman claiming she's a wolf. Bites vampire neighbor's ear off. Okay, that's um, it's a feud as old as time itself, really. As long as there is, uh, uh, for as long as there have been vampires and werewolves, there has been a feud between vampires and werewolves, and now it is merely spilling out into the public eye. Um, a woman has been arrested after claiming she was a wolf, and then subsequently biting off the ear of her vampire neighbor. Uh, she was arrested on suspicion of biting off a friend's ear, and also sexually assaulting her. Oh dear. Uh, she's still awaiting charges in Oakland County Jail. Alison Weaver, 44, was arrested when police uh, were called uh, to a property in Rochester Hills. Weaver's remains in Weaver remains in the Oakland County Jail, and although identified by jail records, she has not been formally charged uh, or arraigned as of 11:30 a.m. Thursday. Uh, the Oakland County Sheriff was called to Norfolk Drive in Rochester on Tuesday morning. One of the neighbours in the apartment block heard someone calling for help. Uh, when authorities got there, they heard the moans and went into the apartment, which was upstairs. That's where they found a scene reminiscent of a horror film. Two partially naked ladies uh, were in the bedroom of the uh, bedrooms of the property, totally covered in blood. Officials remarked that one of the women uh, had what appeared to be bite marks all over her face, and that part of her left ear was missing, uh, with what looked like bite marks remaining. The other woman, who is now identified as Weaver, was hovering over the victim. Both women were lying on the floor. The victim was a 48-year-old woman from Rochester Hills, and she was taken to the hospital for treatment. She told the sheriff that she knew Weaver because they used to be neighbours. She'd invited the woman over for some drinks, and Weaver made sexual advances towards her. The woman then refused to go to bed with her. She claims uh, she later she was later woken up by the lady, who had taken off her clothes. Uh, she found her to be strangling and biting her. Uh, the victim then told deputies that the woman had told her that she wanted to kill her. Weaver was then arrested. Uh, that morning, she was taken to the hospital and was admitted for detox and medical evaluation. Deputies said the woman was under the influence of alcohol and potentially unknown drugs, uh, some of which were actually recovered at the scene. Weaver is facing charges of assault. Um, a little bit, like a little bit more about the whole werewolf vampire situation, guys. That's the sort of fun bit of the story. The assault and, you know, further on from that, a little, little bit less funky for half seven in the morning. You know, I want the vampire stuff. What's going on? I mean, she looks pretty wild. Like, she's... I mean, she looks a lot better in court than she does in the mugshot. Let's put it that way. She, I mean, she is Karen in court. And who knows? On on that mugshot is, is pretty terrifying. Uh, I imagine she was on a cartel of mind-bending drugs, possibly tied pods. I don't know. Maybe she had taken one marijuana and... You know what can happen when you take one marijuana. Anyway, um, there's now a pub, uh, powered by Pooh, uh, Ellen Scott reports. It's called the Number Two Tavern. Uh, if we combine our environmental efforts with uh, with the chance to have a pint, uh, we're all for it. <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh, enter the Number Two Tavern, uh, a new pub powered by an easily renewable resource, Todd. Uh, created by Yorkshire Water, the Number 2 Tavern is a pop-up pub in Leeds, powered by electricity made from sewage, including human waste. Uh, that doesn't mean loading up a furnace with poo, just to be clear. Uh, instead, sewage sludge is taken to a Nostrop, Nostrop Energy uh, and Recycling Centre, where, where it is treated and converted into fertiliser. It is then used to create methane-rich biogas that's turned into green electricity, which is then used to power the pub. It's a process called uh, anaerobic digestion. Safe. Uh, that means that, unfortunately, you can't take a trip to the loos and know exactly which light bulb is being powered by your poo. Oh. The process of turning the sewage into fuel takes around two weeks. 
but to celebrate the sustainable power source, there's now a pub dedicated to the power of pooing. This is going on. Man. They're, they're, they're squeezing as much of the Todd out of this one as possible. Uh, the number two tavern, open in The Light in Leeds, has a special throne for guests to sit atop. Spoiler, it's a prop toilet. Don't actually use it. And we'll be serving up water through a pump. So if you don't fancy beer, you can treat yourself to a nice pint of water. Exciting times. <laughs> um, it'll be open from today until the 9th of November. Oh, it's not a permanent fixture then. Forget it. All right. Oh, it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, you've made a whole fucking pub for two days. What was the environmental cost of that, eh? What would Greta have to say about that? Oh, you've stolen my pub! Yeah, you're not old enough to drink, love. Forget about it. Ah, oh, my childhood! You've got a Nobel Prize. You can't... Stolen your childhood and got a Nobel Prize? Yeah. Um, what else we got? Well, this um, granddad uh, bit is a bit of fun. Let's get into that. I'm, I'm keen for it. There we go. Um, uh, where are we? Okay, woman's anger after man messaged her saying his granddad had died before asking if she was single. You know, player got to play, right? When Rachel uh, Brogan, 23, received a message out of the blue from a stranger, she was a little confused. Uh, the man simply said, Hey, did you hear about my granddad? Not recognising the name. Rachel simply replied, What? Claimed he had sent the message to the wrong person, but told her he wasn't thinking straight, as his granddad had passed away. Uh, he claimed he meant to text a girl from school, but clicked on Rachel's profile by accident. Uh, but not one to miss an opportunity, the man decided it's the perfect moment to make a pass at Rachel. He said, you're lovely though, kiss, before following the message with a smiley face and asking, you single? Uh, Rachel, a clerical officer for the NHS from Scotland, posted a screen grab of the message on Twitter saying, I mean, that's a weird way to slide into the DMs. She said she didn't bother to reply to the message. Dang. Um, her tweet got over 30,000 likes and retweets, and people weren't impressed. Uh, one said, I suppose he need a date for to the funeral. Another added, the guy got the balls. You give him that at the least. Okay. Rachel said, I think it was just a weird way to get my attention. I don't think he meant to click someone else at all. Oh, you reckon? Um, it's not the first time Rachel had received a DM. It's a little bit unusual. She added, I get quite a few of the ones that are like that. Oh, that's it. No, no other examples. Um, the pictures are limited in this. Um, the one, the Lab Bible one has got a lot more pictures of her. Uh, where is she? No, that's a woman facing jail for not returning library books. Um, their granddad line. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I'll just what? Oh, yeah, there's. Okay, so let Lab Bible have gone to town on the sort of booby selfies here from her. Wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, she's a canny lass, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, maybe maybe a lot of people um slide into her DMs. I don't know. I've no idea. Man is building his own helicopter from scratch because he's sick of traffic. All right, Elon Musk. Um, let's have another little little, little new guy. Little from the from the shoe thrower buffet. What have we got mm, something perhaps a little. Uh, oof. Where's that? Let's uh, oh, let's have this canine bit. It's called depth. It's probably nice for this time in the morning.
It's a track called Depth. It's on Shogun Audio, a hot new startup label that I'm sure are going to do very, very well this summer. Um, right, come on, let's find out why women have clitorises then, according to quote-unquote scientists. Uh, scientist claims he's finally worked out why women have a clitoris. Um, clitoris is one of the most mysterious parts of the human body for all sorts of reasons, depending on who you ask. Now, a male scientist thinks he's worked out why nature blessed ladies with an organ which appears to be dedicated only to pleasure. Uh, Roy J. Levin of Sheffield University has published a paper entitled The Clitoris, an appraisal of its reproductive function during the fertile years. Why was it, and still is, overlooked uh, in accounts of female sexual arousal? Okay. Um, his study suggests that the female pleasure center serves as an important reproductive function, rather than purely being there to cause ecstatic sensations. Um, this is Jasper Hamill writing this, just just picture that, just for a second. Just get a little shot of the Hamill there. Um, just get a little, just, just for reference, just get a little pipe at Hamill's boat. There it is. There's Hamill. There he is, science and technology reporter. <clears throat> um, so just bear that in mind. Okay. Um, his study suggests that the female pleasure center serves as an import serves an important reproductive function rather than purely being there to cause ecstatic pleasure. The often repeated mantra that the sole function of the clitoris is to induce sexual pleasure is now obsolete. Levin says the concept changes a major sexual belief, and the psychological evidence is now obvious. All right, it's a little diagram there in case you've never seen a vagina before. Um, very small anus, I will say. Very, very small. Uh, Levin's research indicates the clitoris activates the brain when stimulated to cause a combination of changes in the female reproductive tract that creates its readiness to receive and process sperm to achieve possible fertilization of the egg. Uh, the physical changes include enhanced vaginal blood flow, an increase in vaginal lubrication, an increase in vaginal oxygen, a change in the position of the cervix the entrance to the uterus. This brings the cervix away from the semen pool and prevents sperm zooming into the uterus too rapidly, thus allowing sperm time to become mobile and activate to the fertilized egg. And activate to fertilize the egg. The process is called vaginal tenting and ballooning. In his paper, Levin wrote, all these genital changes together, taken together are a major importance in facilitating the possibility of reproductive success, and thus gene propagation. No matter how or when the clitoris is stimulated, they reveal its overlooked 
uh, reproductive function. So is the insinuation here, if you're trying for a baba, to really, really work on the little man in the boat. Really, really pay a lot of attention to that little fella. Really make sure that that little sailor, that little fisherman, little man in the boat, really gets his fill of fish. Uh, really, really gets his fill of fish. Um, uh, where are we? Um, of course, also commensurate with these changes is its activation of sexual pleasure. The clitoris, thus, has both uh, procreative, uh, reproductive, and uh, recreate recreative uh, pleasure functions of equal importance. Uh, clitoridectomy creates not only sexual disability, um, but also reproductive disability. That's interesting to know. Um, do you agree? What is it for? Reproduction. Eh, everyone says pleasure. God damn. It's always got to be different. Always got ever the contrarian. Ever the contrarian. Um, Jewish Chronicle pleads with the UK to boycott Corbyn. General election. Um, sounds good to me. Uh, where are we? Oh God, Hamill. Don't need that. Don't need that in your life. Um, uh, another Hamill. Not straight into another Hamill story. Come on. All right, let's find out about these goddamn Mr. and Mrs. Bongs. Couple sharing unique wedding shot with custom-made Mr. and Mrs. Bongs. Okay, not for me, thanks. But you know, if I, you know, everyone, everyone should be, you know, able to live their own lives of whatever that may be, as long as, of course, as long as they're not hurting others. Romance isn't dead, guys. One loved-up bride and groom toasted their wedding vows, not with a nice expensive glass of champagne, uh, but by using matching custom-made Mr. and Mrs. Bongs. Viral blogger Coral Reefer. Uh, and her husband Milo, oh, Mio, got the personalised bongs made especially for their wedding day on the 19th of October. Coral Reefer. I see what you did there. Um, their wedding photographer, Rachel Artime, uh, says that the couple's passion for cannabis, which is legal in California, uh, made their wedding one of the most unique she's ever been to. Photos taken at the wedding show. Coral in her dress and veil with groom Mio by her side, both simultaneously smoking the bongs. Honking on the chong. Be fine if you accidentally just pulled a savage whitey. And just, and then, what do you do first? Do you do you whitey first and then green out, or do you green out and then and then whitey? What causes the green out? What causes the whitey? What's going on? Is it the the evil marijuana fucking with your equilibrium, or is it just because you're a goddamn newbie? Because you're a pussy. Your little pussy boy can't handle the ganja. Mm. Oh, Oh, God, I think I think if I was to smoke a bong, take one bong hit right now, I could be the first person to die from weed. I think it's very possible. I think I would, I'd be de I'd be dead within the hour, definitely, probably within ten minutes before an ambulance could get here. Undoubtedly, I don't know what they would. What would the ambulance do? Quick, quick! Someone's like, oh fuck! Look, Rankin's dying on the live stream. Oh shit! Right, quick! Call, call, call the ambulance! You got, you got to get the the fucking back room of Trickstar Radio. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's opposite of Pizza Hut. Who knows? You know, brother. What would they do to try and resuscitate me? Give me a Red Bull. I don't know. Oh, vitamin C brings him back. Oh, we did caffeine, a line of speed. Ah, oh, just work some pinger dust into his gums. Oh, just, oh, just come on. Just trying to work the pinger dust in. Yeah, that's it, we're getting there. Start gently gurning. Come on, we can do it. Oh, let's crush up some more pingers. Uh, get him. What, what, what's it say? Ah, oh, he's back. Woo! What happened? What happened? What are we doing? Am I on the show? What? Um, God. Uh, the couple blow clouds of smoke in wisps around them before Coral beams directly at the camera. Uh, other photos taken later in the day show Coral puffing on her bong alone before exhaling the smoke towards the camera. Uh, cool, man. Wow. To have and to toke forever and ever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I sort of feel like 
I mean, yeah, okay, it's your hobby, it's your sort of thing, but like when people have stuff like that at weddings, even when I see people like getting married in their jujitsu geese, I'll be like, eh. I don't know, like, yeah, maybe. I don't know, there's just something just eternally cringe about a theme wedding. Just, uh, I don't know. Not for me, you know, as a, uh, you know, a staunch believer in the sort of religious values and the sanctity of marriage, you know. What next? A man marrying a shoe? Think about it, guys. Christ. Um, probably play, talking to shoes, uh, let's have a, let's have this, um, fucking hell, this will wake us up, this magnitude bit, uh, it's called Mantis, and yeah, it, it should, it should clear the cobwebs. Well, apologise, 100% not on it after only having had one coffee this morning. Blame Costa. Blame the coffee industrial complex.
Smagnitude with Mantis. Rowdy! Oh! 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 Yep, it's a nice one. Sex toys worth a million pounds! Uh, stolen as lorry driver slept in lay-by. Alrighty. A truck driver was left unable to deliver his load. Oh, we're going to have to get the soundboard up, aren't we? Uh, for that. Mm. No, Magnitude. You've had your time. You have had your time. Uh, I don't know whether... Is it going to be over? Now, how are we going to do this? How will we do this? Uh, okay, yeah, Okay, how many of these can we get? Oh, it's always Hartley Parkinson on the double entendres. A truck driver was left unable to deliver his load after thieves stole a million pounds worth of sex toys from the back of his vehicle. An assortment of goods was meant to go to Roxoff Limited in Northamptonshire, but was stolen from a lay-by while the driver slept. While thieves are likely to be satisfied with their load, it is likely uh, they could do hard time as police launch an appeal to track them down. They arrived uh, for their haul and buzzed off at some point between 1am and 6.30am on Saturday, September the 18th. Police want to hear from anyone that may have heard the thieves coming and going at the lay-by on the A43 between the A14 and Brofton Village. Uh, if convicted, they face stiff sentences... After seven years for theft, and Northamptonshire police said the incident happened on Wednesday, September the 18th. I so it was Saturday, September the 18th. Mm. Uh, yes, in a lay-by. But that's just literally what you just said. This is You've just repeated yourself. This is a whole other paragraph here. Um, just repeating the earlier things, just in a slightly different order. At some point between 1am and 6.30, the trailer was broken into and a million pounds worth of goods were stolen. Anyone with information should contact police on 101. Well, Hartley Parkinson, I think you could have done a few more in there. I feel like you you were about about three sentences shy on that one. I think you're letting your standards slip. How many shares you got on that? Eight hundred. Not bad. You know, not the not the worst I've ever seen. But I do feel you could do better. Um, what's this? U.S. Army got lasers. Jeff Parsons no shares. Imagine it's rubbish. Uh, Labour tax plan could stop parents passing on homes to their kids. Great, nice one, sack of commies. Fucking John McDonald. Why can't we just have a normal Labour party, please? One of those absolute lunatics. God, pray for the day of a normal centre-left Labour party. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, oh, we've done that one. God almighty, Jasper Hamill's big mealy mouth okay bagged salad is full of diseased leaves which could be dangerous uh, to human health scientists warn uh, the bagged salad sold in supermarkets across the world is full of diseased leaves and could contain bugs which are dangerous to human health scientists have warned modern pre-packaged salads are often uh, often grown intensively in factory farms uh, apparently the salad doesn't even get you know get a chance to even have its own space you know and the salad pecks at each other and and they have to give it antibiotics. It's a terrible situation. Um, factory farms designed to churn out vast quantities of crops. Uh, they are also cultivated far away from their natural habitats in foreign soils. What's going on here? Uh, where they're exposed to foreign pathogens, bacteria, or other microorganisms uh, which cause disease. Okay, um, Jasper Hamill's on some sort of weird alt-right nutrition tip. Um, as the industry grows dynamically, so does the number of new diseases. The American uh, Phytopathological Society warned in a statement. There are so many reasons for this increase. First, these seasonal products are grown under high crop density in five to six cycles annually uh, in the same specialised farms with a lack of adequate crop rotation and a shortage of applicable fungicides. Additionally, international trade has moved crops away from the original environment to foreign soils where they could encounter new diseases. People have died from romaine lettuce recently, haven't they? That was a thing for a bit. There was some some naughty, some naughty lettuce going around. You always, if you are, always get your lettuce tested. You know, there are lettuce testing places at all uh, festivals now. 
And, you know, I know it, it, it and we've got to try and remove the stigma, you know, it is very important that, you know, if you have friends, if you have children that are now teenage and stuff, make sure they get their letters tested. Um, in some cases, very low levels of sea contamination can lead to the rapid emergence of new, new diseases in new geographical areas, resulting in severe losses, disrupting the environmental biological equilibrium, and sometimes launching a devastating epidemic. Yeah, well, salad's overrated for many reasons. Um, climate change uh, is also a threat because rising temperatures also reduce plant resistance to pathogens, uh, whilst new bugs are often characterised by a preference uh, for high temperatures paper published in the journal Plant Disease, a team of scientists said new diseases have been found in lettuce, wild and cultivated rocket, lamb's lettuce, chicory, endive, basil, spinach and Swiss chard. Many of the diseases found in bag sellers are primarily an economic threat because the spread of disease could wipe out farmers' crops and leave them out of pocket. Some of the bugs could also be considered a threat to humans. Um, okay. Well, that goes on and on. I can't imagine what more information we could glean from that other than don't ever don't ever eat salad ever, I think is the takeaway that Jasper Hamill's getting out there. Just if you see bagged salad in a supermarket, set it on fire. I think I'm pretty sure that's what Hamill's trying to say. I think. I think he's saying if you see someone eat a salad, punch them immediately in the face. They'll thank you for it later. Not my words, ladies and gentlemen, the words of Tech editor, correspondent for the Metro, Jasper Hamill. Uh, what else do we have? Cut, oh, God, but couple with the bongs. Okay, look. Let's get into this whole calculator, weed scales, fiasco, boogaloo. Um, police warn about scam where drug dealers use calculator as scales. Uh, the police sometimes get pretty creative in their efforts to crack down on the manufacturing, trafficking and consuming of drugs. Uh, but we haven't seen anything quite like Mint Hill Police Department's PSA, which they shared on Facebook, of course, on Monday the 4th of November. The North Carolina force wrote, The Mint Hill Police Department has been made aware of a new scam that we want the public to be aware of. Some untrustworthy drug dealers, who'd have thunk it, are using their cell phone instead of a certified scale to display the weight of the merchandise they are selling. By placing the drugs on their cell phone, they can type whatever weight they want in, claiming it was the weight agreed upon during your transaction. All right, I could imagine that working maybe with, like, meth or smack or something, where you're dealing with people that are already out of their minds and possibly not thinking that clearly and, you know... Could just like oh, yes, yeah, that's, yeah, I'll have it. That that yeah, all right. By placing the drugs on their cell, yeah. Um, please do not become a victim of this scam. Well, at least the police are trying to help people, you know, get as much drugs as they pay for. Uh, contact us here at the Mint Hill Police Department and schedule a meet with one of our officers. We can assist you by weighing your purchase to ensure that you didn't get cheated out of what you got paid, what you paid for. Okay, all right. Now the sass comes out. All right, I wonder how much that social media person is getting paid at taxpayer's dime. Okay, so this might not be uh, what it seems. Surely, uh, oh, I see. All right, they're making it up. Right, okay, so it's shenanigans by the police, by the Mint Hill Police Department. Nice doggo. Good doggo. That doggo really looks like it's going to eat your face. Surely, and we stress surely, no one would actually fall for this trick, and this is just a humorous way for the cops to encourage people either not to do drugs or to report their dealers. People on the force's Facebook page seem to lap up the PSA. What's PSA stand for? P. PSA. Uh, prostate. Uh, no, wait, what? Prostate-specific antigen. Um, guys, what? Are they telling people to get a prostate check? Okay, it's weird. <laughs> uh, one person wrote, Okay, I just laughed out loud at this... But what What the hell word's that supposed to be? Asterisked out... Bl this ballsy, but... Bl uh, public service. I'm going to be interested in how many you get who ask for help. A second added, This is one... Idea oh, public service announcement is what it stands for. PSA. <laughs> Fucking hell. Sorry. It's early! Ah! 
Uh, this is one of the best public service announcements I've seen in a long time. Please update your post with names and pictures of those nice people uh, that take you up on the offer. Love this idea. Way to go, Mint Hill Police Department. Third said, fuck you, Mint Hill Police Department, you fucking totalitarian pieces of shit. Christ. When you're not shooting unarmed black men, you're now you're busy trying to trick people into coming and hand themselves in for drugs. You fucking, uh, you, you stinking, oppressive swine. All right, that's a bit much. Um, as a public service, uh, the police department parking lot is a designated safe spot to conduct sales transactions. Call ahead and I'm sure any of the officers would be happy to supervise the exchange. Oh, that's very kind of them. Well, you know, there we go, guys. There we goddamn go. Um, look, we can have one more bit, and then Christ, get yourself. I can go and get a cup of coffee. Thank God for that. Thank bloody God for that. Look, let's play this hotline bit. Ivy Lab and Two Fingers. Fun might win the show. Um, yeah, nice bit. <laughs> So people in chat saying it's a publicly serviced anal. Guys, coming up at 11 o'clock, Foghorn Friday, with your boy Mackie D. And then at 12, Matty Wright's dick slinging day out. Uh, with either a recording or a re-recording of his all day set.
That's a nice outro. I like that. That's, that's, that's a good bit of gear. That was Ivy Lab and Two Fingers. With a record that is called Hotline. And you can get it in stores now. Go to our price or HMV and you can get it on cassette tape. Go to Virgin Megastore and Richard Branson will harm it into your motherfucking face. What will happen? Is he going there? Brando's. Richard Brando. The brand man. Brand Van 3000. Richard Brand Van 3000 is in there working the tills and you go up there and you go, You got a new Ivy Lab record! Um, And uh, he goes, Yeah, sure. And he just grabs you, he holds your nose, pulls your chin down so you've got an open mouth. And then he looks like he's going to like open mouth kiss, kiss you, but he just sings sort of beatboxes, I guess, in a way, sings the Ivy Lab tune directly into your mouth. It's weird, but hey, it's only 99p, so hard to argue with that, guys. Hard to argue with it. Um, listen, yeah, thank you to everyone that's uh, supporting on the Patreon. Um, you played an incredibly vital role uh, in the maintenance of uh, this uh, radio station. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and if you would like to, add a few new people sign up recently. And also, I've had to take a few people off the fucking list because they haven't paid in fucking months and it's not fair on the others. Um, so that's the thing. And uh, some people have left um, because uh, they said I was a subhuman scum and they hated my guts. So that's understandable. Fair enough. And, and you know, I respect them for it. Um but the VIP list is as follows. Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mustard, Squidgy Beats, Polly Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Kemp, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Ryan Van Thunderbolt, Mike Pilot, The Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Old, Chode Ryder, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blasher, Austin Grief, Kim, Begin, Lightfoot, James Barry, Head of Batten, Elias Griffith, and the Man's Underwood, Gang, Fucking Morris, Guy, No STDs, MMC, Just Wins, Rob Humphrey, Should Be Tico, Kashiva, Dan Adam, Tom Wilmore, Duff, Chris, Sergeant, actually Superior, Drum Base, Chris Breaks the Build, Odin Base, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel J. Flaxus, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, uh, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Cardew, Dan and Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Muscle, Will A, Ben Virgo, Den Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wodge, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Tom Skipper, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Lashmere, Benny Shremoche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, Pearson, Godlike, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Lee, Nardo, Gervais, Big Eight, Chapter 13, Grant Shepard. Ah! Cheers, guys. That was a bit early for me. Um, I, well, actually would have been fine had there have been uh, coffee um, available. I will have to get into... I have to work out how this whole thing works with it being earlier. But next week, back to normal, 10 a.m. Um, but I'm thinking the week after, might try eight. Might try eight. And I know that that might trigger some people. But Christ, it's got to work for everyone. Um, okay, look, I love you. Have a good weekend. At 11 o'clock... Bloody uh, Foghorn Friday with our boy D. He's got all of the Foghorns you could ever possibly imagine. And then at 12 o'clock is Big Matty Wright's Dick Slinging Day Out, where he has compiled an hour's worth of real good shoe-throwing bangers. And, oh, it's going to be right good. Okay, guys, um, enjoy the rest of your day. I love you. I will see you on Monday. Uh, goodbye.